While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Products sold separately. behind you good times lie ahead with company worth keeping that'll bash a smile on your head come on in the doors open you'll find just the finest folks here pull up a chair grab a drink and let our stories your ear cause we're the talk 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 the tavern here you're always welcome the talk 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 the tavern promising beer and bedlam the talk Music, medicine, then some to talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Hey, and welcome to Talk of the Tavern. This is uh, your host, Travis. I'm clicking on things. I'm clicking on things. Now pay attention to what I'm doing. All right. Talk of the Tavern. Tonight's topic is going to be, hold on, I put it in there. There he is. Healthy offense <laughs> and treating ascension, essential personnel. Hello to all our regulars that have popped in, such as uh, John and a few of the others that I won't call out because they're busy lurking. Um, do want to give everybody welcome, welcome. our trigger warning, especially tonight's topic. We are going to be talking about sensitive and delicate topics. We're going to be doing this like a bull in a china shop with a lot of blunt honesty. And... Uh, yeah, it might hurt some people's feelings, and I want to let you guys know that. And also, I want to let everybody know a few other things. For example, we are recording this podcast live in front of an audience on twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk. So, <coughs> I got all choked up about that. We took a break, and I'm all emotional now. And uh, we do need to let you guys know that, so if you hear us interacting with people in the podcast... Um, that's what we're doing. You could always join us live 8 p.m. Eastern on Monday nights at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk. Now, I've introduced myself. Let me ask everybody while we're doing the introductions of the other gentlemen, what are your vices tonight? Or, if you don't have a vice, give me a bragging point. So, for example, my bragging point could be, and this is the God's honest truth, I was a king Honest to God, King, for three minutes. Now, Ed, why don't you introduce yourself next? Um, Ed, that is Sir Edward Summers to you. Damn it, I am a knight. Don't fucking forget that shit. Um, I'm drinking a uh, pineapple bold rock. Hi, everybody. How is it? Love it. It's the best one they've ever made since the citrus. I don't know if I've tried the citrus, but. Yeah, I they wasn't a fan of their pear and some of their other stuff were a bit. And Aaron? Oh, hi, I'm Aaron Kennedy. Uh, 
author of? The author of Persona Non Grata uh, of the Chips of uh, Valor uh, book series. Um, currently working on Icarus Black, set in the same universe. Um, my writing rights are... And, and uh, say again? Oh, uh, bragging rights are... I've been published in both the uh, the Army Times and the NCO Journal. Very good. And what are your vices tonight? Uh, tonight, we are partaking of uh, Sweet Tea Lemonade, or Arnold Palmer. <laughs> very good. Uh, it's very different if you ask him for an Arnie. So, uh, other than that, I do want to remind everybody that we are sponsored tonight by... Um, other podcasts, which include Saturday Night with Aaron Kennedy, myself, and another published author, Right Night. That is a podcast that you can watch here live on Saturday nights as well as catching a podcast, just like Talk of the Tavern on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon, uh, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, and a half dozen other places. That also goes for our Sunday night D&D game that we've just revamped. And Aaron, i got to talk to you about that. It's uh, some good changes. Before you leave tonight after the show, ask me, what about the game? Um, I think what that's our, our pimping. Except I also want to remind everybody, okay, so here's the story. You know you could buy t-shirts here at the tavern, right, Ed? Right. And you know I made that one a couple months ago. See... In quotes, the letter C is not just for cookie, which was a cookie monster reference and also supposed to point at cock, cunt, coffee, whatever. That was the shirt that I was wearing last week when I was sent home from work to get toasted, or toasted, tested, my bad, Freudian slip, (laughs) to get tested for something else that begins with C, and that would be COVID and coronavirus. Oh, okay. I thought it was chlamydia I'm again. Falling, <laughs> and I can't get up. My cat just clicked <laughs> on the sound for the '90s. I've fallen and can't get up. <laughs> he, he laid on the mouse, and the mouse was over that sound bite. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my point is, uh, if you're dealing with the modern 2020 stuff, get one of those shirts. Can't hurt. Um, yeah. Okay, let me set up the uh, topic now. I think we're good to get get into the topic. I covered all this oh, stuff, right? One more thing. What do you got? Today is our birthday. Thank uh, you. Thank you. It's uh, Today is our eight-year anniversary of doing live shows. Now, we originated in 2007, but that was uh, just a pre-recorded podcast. Never did a whole lot with it till 2012. And that's when I started on live internet radio, became syndicated across three or four different internet radio stations. And in 2017, we started streaming live video on Twitch. So here's to uh, eight years with you guys and everybody else. Here's to you. Like my big old brandy sniffer. And we took a break a couple months ago because I had to get some writing done as I knew my life was going to get busy. So uh, I am very excited about being back and very happy about being back. And I had something else to say about that, but I had forgotten what it was. If only you had notes. Yeah, I thought of it when I was in the kitchen refilling my water before the show. So, yeah, I didn't have my notepad with me by the time I got back here. So 
Okay, let's talk about the topic. Tonight's topic for the first hour is going to be healthy offense. Hold on. There's Ed. Subscribing again. 30 months, 16 month streak. Thank you, Ed. Here's to you. Appreciate that. You Did you hear that song playing? Somebody's watching me. That plays when people subscribe now. Uh huh. <laughs> now I got to turn it out. I know that's why I told you. <laughs> thank you. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, thank you. It's 30 months in a row. Okay, I'm getting conflicting messages. One is like 30 months, 16 months streak. The other one is saying 30 months in a row. I don't know which one's wrong. I don't know which one's right. Doesn't matter. I appreciate it. Okay, so tonight's topic, healthy offense. I want to talk tonight about people being offended willy-nilly. Just taking offense at every damn thing. We all have our days where we have bad days and we react a little strongly and we get offended, a little butt hurt without even meaning to, but later we put screw our heads back on and go, fuck that guy, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what he said or she said or they said. Um, but today in this modern world, getting offended is a way of socially interacting and getting other people to get offended with you. Now it's taken them a while to get to this point because they have, they being the generalized they, they have made it so if mm -hmm. you get upset when somebody gets offended, you're now wrong. If somebody flies off the handle and goes all wackadoodle, upset. But we'll talk more about that. We'll also talk about uh, getting offended on behalf of other people. That doesn't mean standing up to somebody who is bullying somebody else in front of your eyes. I absolutely support that. But taking a cause... And telling other people, I'm here to protect you, when those other people are looking at you like, uh, what? Why are you on my lawn? Um, what else we got with that? So, let's, let's start, let's just start passing this around. Ed? You did it anyway, didn't I you? I did. You can pass it straight to Aaron, because you need a minute. I'm fucking... You've got fucking seniority on the show. You, I'm fucking offended as hell that you did that to me. Um. I didn't want to keep the black man yeah. down. Yeah, it's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of used to it. You, if not, I can always find some white people to champion me. Wow. By the way, white people, stop championing me. I don't need you to champion me. I'm a strong black brother. I can do that myself. <clears throat> Speaking and of what you just said, you know, people getting offended for other people. Like, that's one of the things that annoys the hell out of me more than anything else is before the whole blow up of the last few months and everything, I was always seeing somebody on social media trying to champion black people. We don't need that. We went through 200 years of slavery, so we don't need that no more. We can do that ourselves, okay? Believe it or not. <clears throat> but one of the things that bothers me today is it, it, nobody else seems to be entitled to an opinion except for certain people. Yeah, I, I don't want to uh, well, you're fucking anyway. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> See? See what I mean? See, the white man has to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> we don't have to. We just enjoy it, Ed. Right. Hey, it's cool. I'm down with Malcolm. 
<laughs> but I found the title. I found the title of the show interesting. Healthy offense. Um, I don't know that I get offended. I get pissed off at people, but I don't know that I really get offended when you do something stupid. I get pissed off, but I don't get offended. I just walk away. Uh, is that healthy? Maybe that's the healthy offense. You know, just walking away and shaking your head and going, "You're a dumbass." Moving right along. <laughs> Does that mean it's our turn to question you on all this? Sure. I do want to say, um, just because somebody doesn't want to be championed doesn't mean they don't want to be supported. Not championing means don't take the lead of the issue. Support yeah. the issue. And we can look directly at Black Lives Matter. Supporting the Black Lives Matter movement? Sure. But to go out there when all the black people are staring at you going, they're doing what tonight? <laughs> Nobody told us. <laughs> Didn't, were we in that meeting? Yeah, don't, don't do that. And, um, but yeah, supporting causes taken up by your friends or even strangers that, that bring about positive change, that's fucking important. You need to do that. Um, but to just tell Ed, you're... <laughs> You're being repressed. <laughs> it's uh yeah. It's probably not. How, Apparently, how, how I am. I didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, uh, with all your success and your radio show. <laughs> being out here, totally freaking being repressed. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Aaron? Well, no, no, freaking. Uh, he hits on a good thing. Um, we gotta fight our own fucking battles. Um, the word offense means oh, comes from Latin. Interrupt struck. real quick. I want to throw a quick Lady shout out Skipper, there just subscribe. to Jewel. Here's to Thank you, you for Booyah. that subscription. Appreciate that. Here's to you. How are you besides beautiful tonight? Go on, Aaron. Well, I mean, the word of offense, its roots are in Latin. It means to be struck or as though you were struck. Um, and what we got now is this response to things that actually now? happen. We got disproportionate yep. response. Try it again. Uh, disproportionate response. There you go. Uh, so I may say something. Hi, uh, like being down with Malcolm the Tenth. Friggin' people will get really offended by something like that. Um, when it's an off color joke um or it doesn't merit the amount of emotional energy they're putting into it uh and that's where we kind of get into the social uh uh the virtual signaling uh and everything else like that it's one of those yeah okay hey, hungry. All right. hey then, aaron real quick reset whatever you changed back tonight because it made your mic too hot just turn it back to whatever it was so we constantly get your fan on your computer. That's better than you gurgling. How about now? Fine so far. Okay. Uh, we get the virtue signaling where somebody else has got to put out there that, oh my God, this is a big deal. Well, just fucking fix the deal. If, if there's a problem, work towards a solution. You don't have to yell atop the mountaintops that 
Oh my god. And, but you get better response, or psychologically, people get better response out of doing that kind of shit. Rather than going, oh my god, we got this, these problems, uh, using Black Lives Matter because we did, had that one. Okay, yeah, absolutely matters. Let's make systemic change. Let's go through here. We don't have to go and have huge protests. Right. right. Well, yes. I was trying to be political a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> pro- well, hey, you have the right to protest. You don't have the right to riot. Hey, real quick, Ed, do you notice by Andrea's name, she's got the just the tip icon? Does she? Oh, damn it. Cat stepped on the mouse sure again. So. Does. Yeah, that's because she has tipped over like a, a thousand or five thousand bits. Okay, challenge accepted. <laughs> I, and you might already have it because I'm sure you have done more than that. Um, it just only lets you show one, and you got the choo-choo train right now, which means you've started a hype train at some point in time. Yeah, sure did. Okay, Aaron, I totally derailed you speaking of trains. No, 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 no you're you're fine. No, it. What level of emotional investment do we want to have in any of this shit? It doesn't matter what the topic is. It's one of those, how big of a fucking deal is it? And it can be a huge deal, but what level of energy are you going to put in it? Um, oh, hey, the guy's getting beat up. All right, we put physical energy to stop that kind of shit. Yeah. Somebody said something nasty on the internet. Oh, my God. Friggin switch the channel. Calm, calm. You could swear on this show. Oh yeah. Okay, just in case you were holding back there, I'm kind of confused if people do that. Um, <laughs> are we? At a no, point? no, I understand. Cock. Yeah, no, I'm, that's what I got. What you got, Travis? Oh well, actually, this is in response to a couple of things that you both said. Ed ended his thoughts with, he doesn't get offended. He shakes his head and walks away. And yes, Ed, I think that is the best way to be offended, going, whatever, either your opinion differs with me, or obviously you have not been able to learn the lessons I've learned, etc., etc. So, I I think the end goal is if we could all look at dumbasses, or a smart person who disagrees with you or says something different, just shake our head and walk away, I think that is the ultimate goal when it comes to being offended. Which doesn't, again, mean knee-jerk reaction. We all have our moments of, the fuck was that? But a little common sense behind it, and the fuck with that becomes like it matters. Doesn't matter. Moving on. Now, Aaron, you were saying you don't have to yell it off the mountaintop. According to human psychology, yes, you do. I could tell Andrea, who I live with, hey, do me a favor, put things away afterwards. And you say it calmly, and a lot of times, they don't even hear you. They don't even realize it was a request. Just like if you say at work, hey, I don't feel well, I need to go home. They're like, cool, well, they said that pretty calmly. Apparently, they're not sick. They don't need to go home. But when you create this this dramatic outcry, now... People fucking listen to you. And I don't have a problem with a dramatic outcry, especially when it comes to an important issue. Just 
Social Justice Warriors. Let's go to Social Justice Warriors. When they first came out, this was a beautiful concept. Kind of like the uh, Tea Party back in 2009 or whatever it was. Beautiful concept for the first three weeks. Mm. And then the Social Justice Warriors became the internet equivalent of what they were fighting against when they started. They yeah. became the witch hunt and the mob with yeah. torches and well, pitchforks. Well, they became the vocal minority. Right. And they became to a point where you were afraid to say anything, agree or disagree. You're afraid to speak out at all because you could be the next one thrown under the bus. Which, by the way, some of this has created positive response. Um, I'm remembering back to the thing that she said, what was it, two years ago, I think. Almost two years ago with the whole Hollywood and women and, you know. Me too. Me too. Before the Me Too. The step oh. before Me Too. But yes, it led oh, to Me uh, Too. Bill Cosby raping people. Not just Bill Cosby, but other directors, producers, etc. And this has created some positive changes where maybe women can get a job because in Hollywood without having to sleep with somebody. We can hope. Mm. But when it became, when Me Too happened, okay, then some people got a little butt hurt. And instead of just going, let's support the ladies, they went, well, not every man. Hashtag not every man. And then there was hashtag yes, every man. Look, I have been raped. That's a, that's a <laughs> black and white fact. Can I say that with all of us here? I mean, yeah, sure. Say <laughs> it. So, you know, I, I'll wait. <laughs> there's always exceptions to every rule. And to get up in arms without any case-by-case -case basis, you're a moron now. Because there's always an exception to every rule. <clears throat> and everything should have the ability to be case-by-case. -case. You could start out generalizing, but then you have to have the ability to understand nothing is always 100%. What? They got into the, the Me Too great movement in, in its beginnings. And then it became believe all women. I'm like, okay. It should have been listen to all women. Because some of them are fucking psychos. Some of them were just lying. Friggin', what was it? Aziz Ansari. He had a friggin' hit piece put out onto him, and it described just a bad date. Not sexual assault or anything like that. Just a bad date. Mm. And, with and that, yeah. in chat, Andre says, I'll be back with y'all next Monday. Oh. <laughs> like right as you were saying that she's like <laughs> I'll be back next Monday but uh no go on Aaron and I, I'm, I'm agreeing no, with uh, you yeah. now I'm not saying that we shouldn't have listened to the woman that said this we did she had a published piece and it talked about it and then we can make an assessment based on that yeah it was published hey uh, but it took it from one extreme to the far other um, whereas we end up with Supreme Court justices about things 45 years ago we're never going to get any kind of resolution on that kind of thing it was all political theater which frankly is what a lot of this comes down to we got 
one party talking about this is an important issue for everybody. The other party's going, this is an important issue for everybody. Well, my issue is more important than your issue. And your, your issue is not that big of a deal. Or whatever it happens to be. But you got these two things fighting their battles or fighting what would be our battles for us or battles that we don't give a shit about. Let's draw it Depending back down on what it is. Let, let's pull it away from issues and big political topics. Let's back it down to a personal level. <clears throat> You're in Walmart or grocery store or wherever you go. Why? <laughs> he rang the gong. He did. <laughs> banging the gong over there. It, uh... Is that a euphemism, sir? <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Uh, but then again, I'm old enough to remember the gong show, so I think I said Walmart and Ed gonged it. <laughs> He's like, nope, we're removing that from the show. Uh, well, I guess I need my bell in case I actually need to ding it for something. Okay, so you're out in public doing whatever you do in public. Hopefully includes pants, maybe not. And uh, Sometimes. Somebody does something asinine in the store. Maybe they cut in line in front of you when you're looking at the magazines. Maybe they have their cart blocking the aisle and you say excuse me and they don't even acknowledge that you exist. Which, by the way, for you white people out there and you see somebody does that to Ed, no, they will do that to every fucking person. That is not a race thing at that point in time. They're an asshole. They're an idiot. Or they're distracted. But so many people in public live like they're the last person on the planet and nobody else is anything more than a gust of wind or a memory. And that drives me nuts. But how do you guys handle that shit? And then I'll tell you how I handle it. I actually got a story. Um, this was when one of the game stops was shutting down. I had parked my car in the lines, friggin' evenly spaced to the other side. This one lady had apparently parked her car all the way over to the one. She comes into the GameStop. She's like, hey, I can't get into my car. Not my problem, lady. You parked too close. That's a good story. Keep going. Branch out on this uh, one. <laughs> 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 well, no, no. I'm like, I'll be out in a couple minutes to move the car. It's not a big deal. But it was the most important thing. But I got to go to work. Not my problem that you can't park. <laughs> you can wait a couple minutes. Wow. So, and not uh, that you were wrong to do so, but you totally assholed it out on this one? Oh, well, I, I, I gave it a three count and then freaking moved my damn car, but I, I fought back a bit. I was like, no, <laughs> my car is parked in between the lines. You can't park. This is your fault, not mine. That your fuck something. up does not make it an emergency on my part. I like what you're saying there. What do you think, Ed? It, well, it's interesting that you bring up going to the store because these days I absolutely positively hate going to the store. It's it's, it's full of people. It, full of people. And <laughs> it, it's full of people. Nobody has any common fucking courtesy anymore. Okay, I'm going to push my cart to here, and then I'm going to stand beside my cart to look at something over here. It's like you couldn't push your cart up a little bit. I, I just hate being in the store. 
you know and now especially these days since all stores will buy your groceries for you while you sit at home and put in your order and there's the stores just packed full of the shoppers that work at the store with the big old carts and everything i hate going to the fucking store now am i offended no i just fucking hate it <laughs> well no, no bill burr talks about that in the way people the place is full of in, in the, the, way, in people. the way people get out of my way okay <laughs> right. Well, I'm important well, here. I'm shopping. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. Maybe. Oh, or... Good, Aaron. Uh, the big thing is, it wouldn't be that big of a damn deal if you knew how to stay on the right-hand side of the fucking lane like you were driving. Yes. We've been teaching interrupt. that since freaking kindergarten. Let me interrupt. Go ahead. If you're in the UK, stick to the left-hand side of the shopping aisle. <laughs> if you're in the US, just like driving, slow carts stay to the right. Let people pass you and go to fuck around you. Hold hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. We don't have to call out the British people because if they know how to do one thing, it's how to cue. They know how to stand in a goddamn line. That's very true. That's that's a fair point. So even if they're on the wrong side of the aisle at Walmart, at least they'll be in one goddamn line. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Damn it, I was writing down a note comment about something. Uh, Ed's got his hand up. Yes, Ed. I'd like to go back, well, something that each one of you said earlier. You you said shout it from the rooftop, mountaintops, or whatever. You know, um, we've always heard through, like, the squeaky wheel gets the grease or oil or or whatever the hell it is. And I'm, I'm not a squeaky wheel person. And it's always bothered me when I may have an issue and I present it. And then somebody else over here is screaming loud, 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 acting like a fucking idiot, and they get all the attention. It's like, what what about mannerism and, and good manners? And if you act appropriately, people will listen to what you're saying. How come the squeaky wheel gets the grease and I'm over here trying to be the gentleman and everybody's like, oh, you, fuck you, just go, go, go on somewhere. Why is that? Because they're an in-the-way person and we want them out of the way. That's true. Shoot them. <laughs> well, I, they, they told me I can't do that at work. Oh, okay. okay, there's probably some people that will actually be genuinely and legitimately offended if you shoot them. Well, well I, over it. I don't think that's the right verb, sir. I believe you mean injured. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. Andrea posted... For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided exceptional care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to give children and healthcare heroes a reason to believe this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org holiday. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Something here in our little private chat. And we got people. Yeah. Uh, Andrea said, just thought I'd throw this out there. Martin Luther King Jr. said, riots are the language of the unheard. And in his speech, King emphasized his support for nonviolent tactics in the struggle for freedom and justice and expressed his disapproval for riots, referring to them as socially destructive. 
Gary, thank you for showing me your bits and cha-ching them on What up, Gary? And good to see you, man. Ching work out. You work that out. Well, no, no. Uh, in that vein, Travis, mm -hmm. friggin', they've done studies. The peaceful protests are always more effective. Not just sometimes. Always. Now, here's what I want you to do. Why the fuck should we listen to you on that, Aaron? In other words, throw us some not street cred. Give us some education here, because you've studied this. You've looked at the okay. psychology of crowds and groups and people and individuals. So, And you don't have to go long, just a couple things. Okay. Um, what Travis is alluding to is I've got a master's in leadership, uh, which is a parallel to the business program. I'm currently working on my Ph.D. Uh, in organizational leadership and system, uh, with a focus on systems. I understand how systems work. So he's got some um, letters behind his name that support this, is what I'm telling people. He's got some cred. Now, Ed, we automatically have to listen to you because the SJW said we have to. So That's what do you right. think? <laughs> well, because black voices matter. That's what they tell me. <laughs> That's what they tell us. Straight until they tell them, shut up and send in your tax money. <clears throat> April 15th every year. Yeah. So, no, <clears throat> going back to Walmart, no. people in the way, you ever think that's how those people make themselves feel better about their lives and more important? Because they are directly affecting other people's life by creating a, a literal barrier in their life. And it gives their life, their moment of value and attention and then when somebody asks them to move, they can now legitimately, I say that <laughs> with tongue-in-cheek and total sarcasm, they can legitimately be offended that you mm. have told them they're not important, get out of your way. Mm. Uh, 10%. I think 90% of it are inconsiderate assholes that weren't spanked as kids. Not that that's effective, but... Well, <laughs> I, I used to, about 10 years ago, it was a generational thing. But now it doesn't even seem like a generational thing anymore. It seems multi-generational. And I don't know. It, even some some people, if you even say, excuse me, they look at you as if I'm offended that you even insinuated that I was in your way. So. I'm gonna or maybe it's just because I'm black. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask you, do you have your white woman with you when you say this to them, or not? No, she she doesn't shop anymore. Oh. See, I've never liked... She's decided not to be an individual person. Yes. I never like going out to these places, even before our current world situation, because it's peoply out there, and that's icky. But I also, before I walk into a store to help not have these moments, I put my head in the right headspace, and that is, there are people in there. Many of those people may be idiots. Prepare for this. Expect them all to be idiots. Expect them all to be ignorant. Expect them all to be rude or at least ignore you. And then, are, are you signaling that you want to talk? Okay. And then, when somebody isn't and they're actually polite and kind and personable, this actually improves my day because I went in with such a low bar of expectation 
you could only improve my day with that, <laughs> with that level of expectation I have. And Aaron, after you're done, I would really like to read what Lady Skipper posted here. Okay. That, that's what I was going to Okay, Ed will read it after you're done giving your comment to what I just said, Aaron. Okay. No, no, uh, you talk about idiots. Um, at the place where I work, a local jail, uh, it is full of people, and I don't want to call them idiots because a lot of them are smart guys. Right. Okay? Um, they're knuckleheads. Um, and it All seems to be at a... Three Stooges. Right. Um, and, but I, I always say, everybody in here is a knucklehead, and every single one of these people have impulse control problems. And, and that's they, just they, the employees. Yes. Well, I, I said every single person in there. Mm. <laughs> uh, but they all, everybody's got impulse control problems, and it's one of those, oh, I want it now. I have to do this now. I can't wait five minutes, ten minutes. Um the number of times I've heard it's just a violation, as in, you did something illegal. <laughs> you went before a judge. He told you you can't fucking do that. I'm gonna let you out on the street anyway. Don't do it again. Do not do this list of things. You're not allowed to. And they're fucking back. Oh, it was just a violation of shit. You weren't allowed to do. You mother dumb motherfucker. Okay. Ed, you ready to read uh, Jules? Yeah, Jewel posted. Uh, she said Jammin, who's her husband, uh, dealt with that with a woman who parked over the line into a handicapped space. He parked in the handicapped space right up in Jammin, parked in the handicapped space right up against her car so she couldn't get in the driver's side. She followed him in the store, raising hell, demanding he move. He said once he had done shopping, she called the police Jammin asked the officer to the note, note that she was in the handicap space without a handicap tag. She got her ticket. Yeah. I think that's justified assholeism. That's the kind of asshole I frequently say, <clears throat> I'm an asshole. I have that We title. know. I have an asshole merit badge. Ed has one too, by the way. Mine has a pink something something on it. Ed has a brown one. <laughs> True story. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Though, of course, at my age, they're all brown anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's that's the right kind of asshole. Especially well, you need a bidet, sir. I have one, which, by the way, <laughs> I we could totally make God. that a segment over the next couple weeks. <laughs> Travis and his bidet. <laughs> because I have the added bonus of being on well water, which means you don't have... You have unregulated water pressure. Some days it's like, eh, here's some water pressure. Other days like, here's some water pressure! <laughs> it's almost like there's a disproportionate response <laughs> to what you're trying to do there. <laughs> By the way, Jewel also added, be nice, be polite, and have a plan to kill everyone in the room. I have not taken mm -hmm. step three. I, I, and I'm wondering if I have been doing something wrong. And she also says, do not mistake malice for what is, in fact, stupidity. See, I have, uh, again, that Velcro badge for the hat, just like my asshole merit badge. I have one that says, do not mistake mistake my kindness for weakness. I think do not mistake would be so much better. <laughs> you might not be wrong. Um, getting offended... It has been pointed out, or hating somebody. Actually, hate is usually used in this saying. 
Oh, hold on. Ed, look at you throwing that. Do you want me to show you how you can X change <laughs> your icon away from the uh, choo-choo train to the just the tip? Oh, no. It's okay. I like the choo-choo train. Okay. <laughs> you and Jewel choo -choo. both have choo-choo trains. Mm. Thank you for bits, buddy. Um, Something that has been said is... uh. Something I have totally forgot. What the hell were we talking about before I saw Ed's bits? Don't dis... Oh, shit. Weakness for... Or kindness for weakness. Yeah. There was something else after that, though. Oh. Being offended. You were... And this is something different. It's not what I was going to say. You might not be able to choose what emotion you feel, but you can choose how to react to that emotion. Mm. So if you have that knee-jerk reaction of, I want to be angry, I want to hate them, I want to punch them, you can choose to not follow through with that. Oh, here's what I was going to say. They often say hating somebody is like taking poison and hoping it kills the other person. Right. That's the same thing with being offended. Being offended <clears throat> is micro-hating. And to be offended by some person who maybe wisely disagrees with you or just a fucking moron that doesn't see things your way. To sit here and work yourself up into a state of agitation, it is poisoning yourself. And hoping it bothers them. The only people it will actually bother that you're upset is people who are genuinely nice people. The true assholes don't give a fuck that you're upset or offended. As a matter of fact, they'll probably thrive off of it. We could look at many public figures that just make their day. And I'm not just talking about any one. I'm talking about across the board we've seen these people. And we've seen so many more than public figures who seem to just get a little thrill out of watching you react. So, working up your whatever organ... Can we say gizzards cover offense? Can we just tack offense to the gizzard? <laughs> or the appendix? Spleen. The spleen. The spleen. No, the spleen was actually, in Roman times, very much the source of emotion. Um... <laughs> That's right. Jewel He's got has, an uncontrollable spleen. <laughs> he got some spleening to do. Um, Jewel has made an addendum to what I have just said, saying, Note to self, Buddha says give the poison to the other person. <laughs> uh -huh. You know what? I follow the man in black's philosophy, build up an immunity to the poison, and give it to everyone. No, you don't. You're just being clever and witty. I know you. You're genuinely a nice fucking person. Whoa, 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 whoa. You yeah. can't be starting rumors like that. Yeah. Are you fucking Listen offended here, now? <laughs> I don't want anybody to know. That's right. You don't need to publicize then they ask for shit. shit. That's right. By the way, when are you coming over to fix that thing that I got? Probably next weekend. Oh, great. Let's move on. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't know. When's your COVID gone? Uh, and your chlamydia. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for the test results on one and the swelling to go down on the other. Mm. Wait, does chlamydia create swelling? I always not in men. Not in men. 
Why do you need to know when the school committee is gone? <laughs> hmm? Well, he doesn't have the train icon, but he could. Choo <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> choo! By the way, for anybody who's younger, pulling the train used to be a phrase for basically you're the one getting gangbanged. Just in case you didn't know. Oh, I'm sure they know. Well, they do now. You're welcome. (laughs) That's our next podcast. Travis explains Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Before it was Durban Durban Dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not the Dublin Dictionary. <laughs> I have a hot topic I want to talk about. Okay. This is offensive to I'm some I'm not throwing off this one yet. What's that? Oh, is it offensive? If it's offensive, you can tell it, because what I want to talk about has to do with being offended. Well, let's, let's talk about yours first, so we maybe could just totally skip over mine, and I don't push that hot button. Well, well, you know, Aaron said something earlier. What? Off-color joke. What, what's not an off-color joke these days? Um, the face of this show has even changed over the last eight years because of people getting offended. Things we used to say to one another eight years ago, we don't say that no more. You know, because we'll get booted off the air, damn it. <laughs> Aaron posted a video last night in response to something oh, yes, during yes. the game. And it was a Saturday Night Live skit from the 70s mm-hmm. about Uncle Roy coming over and pl- babysitting two young ladies. And the fun fact about this is I was mildly horrified through the whole skit. Well, actually, for the first 30 seconds, once I realized... Do you remember the skit, Ed? Do you know the one I'm talking about? No. It's got Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. They're going out to dinner, and I forget the actor's name. Who Buck comes, Henry. Buck Henry comes in, and he's a 45-year-old man who likes to babysit young ladies. And they have the two girls come down, and he's got a Polaroid, and has he's having them do things like they're hiding their eyes in their nightgowns, uh, showing their panties, and he's snapping. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. Polaroids, horrifying by modern standards. But in the 70s, it was funny because you knew some fucker that you beat the shit out of for that. (laughs) <laughs> what the thing on that one was the reason it's funny is because they were freaking hitting something that was totally taboo. Mm-hmm. It was something that was not talked about. That's why it became funny. The idea was it was shock art. It's like South right. Park. South Park is 100% shock art. The only reason it's funny is because you're not allowed to put it out there elsewhere. That's a fair point. Uh, and that's a value in comedy that has been really had a noose tied around its neck the past five years or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because shock, as Aaron just said, not to cut you mm-hmm. off, Aaron, but to support what no, you're no. saying, shock comedy adds a fucking super strong spotlight right on an issue that makes everybody go, oh, I have to laugh because I don't know what else to do. <laughs> 
well, I mean, uh, comedians going up before the Supreme Court, and he had to argue that, oh, no, no, I have to perform my act so that you understand that this is satire. This is First Amendment. It's not being obscene or offensive just to be offensive. It's to institute social change. Well, um, I remember Andrew Dice Clay. We all remember him? Yeah, Dice Man. Mm-hmm. How many of us liked him? I kind of did, more so in my later years than when he was first out. <clears throat> it was a character. And a lot of people don't realize these comedians are putting on an act. This is not the genuine personality of the person on the stage. They are highlighting a feature, and Andrew Dice Clay was a womanizing fucking scumbag. And mm-hmm. he turned it into a comedy act. But... When I was younger, like 19 or whatever, I'm watching this going, what an asshole. As I'm older, from what Aaron just said, I'm like, I get it. I get it. He was shining a spotlight on this sort of behavior. Going, awkward. Not acceptable. Let's laugh at the moron. But a lot of people don't understand that even now. They don't understand satire they don't understand parody they don't understand sarcasm and they take anything you say at face value like it's black and white printed on the page that's creating statutes for a new law to be set they're the moron mm-hmm. well i mean i mentioned like scotus case and things like that freaking george carlin and the seven uh, seven words you can't say on television Things like that. Um, shoot, and why can't I not remember his name? Um, but <laughs> I just read Jules' comment, which was before the steam engine, they had to run a wagon on your mom. <laughs> and I glanced at it, but I hadn't actually read it till just now. And <laughs> you know what? You should include that in one of your steampunk books. Freaking, they got to run a wagon on your mom. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying, Aaron. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but all all comedy, okay. And this goes back to Heinlein. Heinlein talked about this in the fifties. Comedy, what things that make you genuinely laugh are about the pain of others, whether it's emotional or oh, yeah. physical, or it's it's all about this release of. I won't say all, because a large pomp part of comedy is farting or genitals. And I include sex and genitals. I don't mean to make the, uh, you know, circumcision Embarrassment. Emotion. What? Embarrassment. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it, 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 uh, emotional pain, physical pain, mental anguish. What makes it funny, what makes you truly laugh is it's that it's a release of all this pent-up bullshit that you got stuck in there. Are I we mean, out of not Ed. Should, should I hit this hot topic, this hot button right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do it. Oh, Do goodness. it. Okay. You ain't got a ball. hair on your balls. No, I shave them. Anyhow. <laughs> um, this is work. really a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Smooth this like is eggs. one that people genuinely and legitimately get offended by. But can we have the word retard back, please? Please. Uh, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to use that word. It's on my uh, my gauges. Um, <laughs> for those that don't know, I'm a friggin' HVAC. Um, I'm a master HVAC technician. On gauges, 
it says retard on one side because you've got to right. retard. <laughs> close it off before it blows up your gauges. But can you we, need to change that. It's offensive. Can we say uh, fuck it's off. been long <laughs> enough we're no longer associating it with people who are Down syndrome or Asperger's or ADD or anybody with any kind of mental... Oh, slowness? We, well, no, no, we don't say slowness. We don't say disability. We don't say... Uh, but can we just agree that it means moron, a fucking idiot that's not performing up to normal standards? Because I have... That's what my dad meant. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, can we have that word back? Because I remember in The Simpsons, back in about the turn of the century, maybe the turn of the millennium, hard to say which one, um, they said... Because they've oh, been on for 40 fucking years. Bart said the R word at school, and everybody laughed because there was no R word. There is an R word now. Can yeah. we have that back and understand that we are not being aggressive or downgrading to anybody with a difference, a psychological or mental or physical difference... We're talking about those people at Walmart who won't move their fucking cart. <laughs> what? You throw like a girl. Right? It's not being offensive to women. Yeah. It's just... Is it? Is it? Is it really? Well, it depends on whether it's my definition of a girl or, or Joe Biden's definition of a girl. <laughs> I don't know his definition. And I'm, I'm, I'm really wondering how... I, I want to hear this. I am all ears. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Ed take his political. Qua? <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'll say no more. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that while I sip my pineapple wine. There's going to be a bunch of us. <laughs> See, things we used to be able to say eight years ago is going, I'm sorry, did you go with the uh, pineapple bold rock because you couldn't get strawberry Kool-Aid? See, that's the kind of stuff we could have said eight years ago that we can't say now. That shit is offensive. Mm. Which, you know, by the way, wait, wait, wait. Kool Aid is flavored by color. It's red, purple. No, there is or cherry and orange. strawberry. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. That is red, sir. Because if I put both of them in front of you, you tell me what, what flavor that sugar is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Have we dug a big enough hole here? We got anything else to wrap up? This healthy I don't know. I'm sure we offended somebody. Here's what oh, we tell you. Anytime you're offended. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I'm more upset that you apologized or I'm more upset that it was sarcastic apology. Here's what I'm tell <laughs> Were you. you offended by that, sir? When you're offended, this is a chance to expand your awareness. This is a chance to expand your own mind. Why did that person upset you? What did that trigger in you? What can you fix? Here's the deal. If somebody offends you, it's one of two types of people. Somebody who fucking wanted to offend you and piss you off, which that's not worth getting offended over because they're a piece of shit. Or somebody that didn't mean to offend you. 
for whether they meant something mm-hmm. different and you took it wrong or whether because they're just ignorant. And for that person, you shouldn't get offended either. So what I'm telling you is stop fucking be offended. This is a this is a handicap on your part. You are crippling yourself psychologically. Well, hold up. You can't say handicap and cripple in the same sentence. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, some kind of retard? Oh, we can't use that word. I was asking permission. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, that's my closing closing thoughts on being offended, healthily offended, is use it to make yourself not get offended. What about you, gentlemen? Got some closing thoughts? Uh, assume the best in people. Okay, and sometimes the be- by assuming the best, you have to assume they're stupid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Hey, hey, look. If I call you a retard, it's not because I think you're actually retarded. I did not put that down like the strong man thing where you hit it with the hammer to see if you can ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 no 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 uh, but uh, sometimes hey they're colloquialisms that were used when I was growing up doesn't make them right but it doesn't mean I'm going to stop using them um mm. Mm. <clears throat> I have seen terms people use now that 20-30 years ago were <clears throat> very offensive terms they don't they're young enough these they don't even register as offensive anymore. And to me, that's Tell a magical, us more. Tell us more. Well, it's a magical <laughs> turning point. Um, when you tell the black man you want to take his photo, please step in front of the white sheet, I cringe a little automatically. <laughs> um, and I, I can't think of any of the other terms. But, yeah, there's things like that, and I'm like, it's such, it's kind of nice to realize that angry, aggressive insult has been removed from our society's consciousness. Um, but I'm waiting for that one person who is my age, who's a black man, that goes, you want me to do what? <laughs> what, motherfucker? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, I guess, Ed, any closing thoughts on this topic? Nah, I've worn it out, man. You can be healthily offended, guys. There is nothing wrong with being offended. It's when you react by setting fire to the dumpster because you had your feelings hurt. Hey, that dumpster was already on fire when I got here. It's 2020, sir. Thank you, Billy Joel. (laughs) We didn't start the fire. He's got like four new verses to that song. <laughs> Jewel, I am not even reading that comment out loud. <laughs> we saw a politician go down in 2013 because he used that term. We will not repeat that on the show for tonight. <laughs> you got to give that one another 10 years. <laughs> well, uh, uh, that is what it means. It is. <laughs> it absolutely is. And the fact that people went over the edge, but that guy should have been smart enough to realize people would have gone over an edge. 
Okay, I will add something to that. We we had an issue with our uh, uh, AC unit inside the house, and it was getting pressure and overflowing and flooding the floor. Um, repair guy could not figure it out. Couldn't. You were there, Aaron, when we spoke about this on the camera. Yes, yes, yes. Couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. And, and Teresa, one day, she decides that uh she's going to block part of the airway in the drain hole and she just stuck a piece of like toilet wax, wax. yeah ring yeah in there or something and the issue stopped it it stopped and i got home from work and she was so proud of herself and she's like i fixed it and i was like well what did you do to it she said i Rigged it. Rigged it. <laughs> <laughs> to use the other version of jury rigged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure everybody got it. It wasn't you hitting the sneeze button, sir. <laughs> it's just like uh, the term ding dong ditch. That was not the term we used as a child. No. Yeah. Okay, let's go into our second topic. I do want to remind everybody who's listening to podcasts, we do broadcast this live on uh, twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk, and I will remind everybody <coughs> who's watching the show afterwards on Twitch to join us live if you so like. Now, since we are recording podcasts, we do subscriber-only um, chat, but you can still sit there and hang out. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels. So we're here at Marshall's with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She's got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. <gasps> She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshall's. Um, other than that, let's see here. What is our second topic? What do we got here? Um, hold on, I got essential personnel. Treating essential personnel. So when we talk about treating essential personnel, this is a bit of a play on words. Surprise! Welcome to the tavern, motherfucker. Essential personnel are essential workers. In this world we're living in at the moment, we have what we call restaurant workers and retail workers. We call them essential personnel because they're essential to sell us the shit we want to buy. We can't just order online. We have to crowd into Walmart and block carts with aisles with our cart. Because three days into the pandemic, we were bored out of our skulls and realized, oh, God, oh, God, we're a consumer society. Yeah, somebody suggested if it had taken place in winter, we would be through this already because people tend to stay home more in the winter. But I just point at Christmas and go, excuse me, what? Mm-hmm. Do you Black Friday? I mean, African-American Friday? Well, going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, essential personnel. 
Which, by the way, I mentioned this today. If people are sitting here running around sanitizing doorknobs and railings and elevator buttons and bathroom faucets and all that. What I about literally the, do that every day. What about the fact that when you go out and buy food to go, that motherfucker in the window has her mask pulled down below their mouth or their nose or both, and they're breathing all over your food. You think that person in that hot kitchen has a mask on covering their face when you can't see them? I don't think so. They're supposed to, but they don't. Not unless somebody's looking. So well, I don't know. I get food at Chick-fil-A. I know for a fact they do. I, I have to say Chick-fil-A is an exception to the rule quite often. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. If I went down the street to Taco Bell, hell, hell no, all games are off. Yeah. Yeah, it's always but fun that's when, when I look in the window at whatever fast food place and the manager is only one with the mask up over their nose if it's a good day. Many other days, yeah, not even the manager. Um, but besides all that, let's look at how people are treating our retail workers and our fast food workers, or any food workers, any food workers. And uh, let me point out, this is no different from how they treated them before. So for me, you'll hear me reiterate probably at the very end of this topic of uh, stop treating people like shit, asshole. But hey, 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 you don't have to look directly at me when you say that. <laughs> I don't have to, but I feel like it really emphasizes the point. Uh, look, I'm going to point this out. Nothing makes you want to get out of retail faster than working retail. <laughs> mm. <laughs> ah, Ed has worked retail. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, look, every job's a good job once you've had a bad job. And most of the time that bad job is working in a restaurant or working retail. Yeah, I'm not saying all the time. No, as much as I enjoyed yeah. working retail and restaurants and DMV, which is kind of like retail, anyway, mm -hmm. um, there's a reason I don't do it anymore. It's I enjoy making people happy by giving some them something they wanted. It makes me happy. Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like I've done something worthwhile with my day. But when you weigh how many assholes you deal with, even if it's only a 10, uh, 10%, a 1 out of 10 per measure, it's enough to make you go, I don't want to be back in that situation. That was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Well, the one, one bad day sticks you with you forever. One good day fades away real damn quick. Right, true. And, and that's in anything in life, I, I believe. Um, that's just the way we wired. We sometimes remember the bad over the good. Well, yeah, they're object lessons of, yeah. oh, don't do this again. Don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I touched the stove. Oh, that was a bad idea. We're not going to do that again. This We're is why you have being, to... Go ahead. Uh, being an essential worker or being in the service industry is very much like that. Oh, I'm done touching this hot pan. I'm going to go do something else now. Yeah. It's a... Uh... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking. <clears throat> With restaurant or retail, when you go in there and you want to pay somebody to bring you food, certain people have an expectation of 
you're my bitch. Absolutely. And I've been with some of them. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, uh, Andrea, the woman I'm currently with, um, and probably in all likelihood will continue to be with forever. Um, she very much <laughs> judged me on the fact that I was very nice to waiters and waitresses. But I guess they're all waiters now, kind of like we used to have actors and actresses, but it's now servers. Servers, yes. Yeah, because they don't wait for shit. They freaking come by when you got food in your mouth, they go, run off. Ha ha! You're really good, bye. <laughs> this is one of the things, like, going into... I, I set my expectation bar low. So yeah. to actually do worse than what I'm expecting takes effort. And at that point in time, I don't even see it worth lashing out on these people who are doing worse than my low expectations. Because why am I going to put myself in that sort, uh, that amount of stress and agitation and anxiety? I shrug it off and I move on. Um, perhaps I'll bring it up to the attention of management, but perhaps it's management that did in the first place, and I just don't pay my money there anymore. Um, well, it's all from the top down. Right. For anybody... They, they, they said... They, Go ahead. Uh, they set the tone. Whoever's in charge sets the tone. Do mm-hmm. they? No. I, in general, yes, but not in specific, because mm-hmm. I have seen some good managers with shit workers. Oh, I mean... Some of these are not great jobs. Now, not necessarily service uh, on friggin' restaurants and whatnot, but retail, it's just a friggin' cesspool waiting to happen. You got no no set schedule for the most part. Mm-hmm. Crappy hours, no health benefits. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, well, no, no, it's, it's all these things. Not that it's necessarily there, but it's one of those, we saw it go from, oh, Okay, yeah, I'm getting 35, close to 40 hours a week, and then it drops to oh, 28 and a half. There, um, the pay the pay scale is not great because it's service industry. Um, it just it's just this ecology of crap, and you got other people that are either constantly progressing out of it, so you never become a true professional in it, um, or they're just doing it to make ends meet or dollars, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. I will do anything I have to to put food on my damn table. Uh, I told people, I've said every, said this to every person that I've ever worked for. You want me to clean shitters? I'll clean shitters. I'll do it with a smile on my face because you hand me money. But don't let my paycheck be late. <laughs> you know what? Let's, let's flip this like that for a moment. Let's talk about this for a minute. Look, your boss doesn't owe you a thank you. You signed up to be told what to do. Now, if the boss does thank you and show appreciation, that's bonus. But you want to look at that thank you? It's in that paycheck you receive each week. That's your thank you for doing your job. Now, a good boss, a smart boss is going Mm-mm. to... What? Go ahead. One of you. I, I, I don't think my paycheck's a thank you because that's what we agreed upon. Mm-hmm. So is a thank you necessary for doing your job? No. 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 But common courtesy is... Is it expected from your boss common courtesy? Do you go into a job going, I'm looking forward to being thanked today? No, no, no. But not necessarily thank, but I'm not asking for necessarily recognition or appreciation or anything like that. But I'm sure as hell not looking for abuse either. 
well, there's a difference between not getting a thank you and getting an abuse. But, but we've got a lot of folks that never went through those steps to figure out what that is. If I go to work. Because okay, they're I'm, offended. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. And when you're done, pass it over to Ed because he was shaking his head no too. So I want to see if he has more to add yeah. after you're done. Yeah. No, no. Uh, look. Uh, the, I like working for professional organizations because I'm a professional. I show up and I am ready for work at start time. Okay? It's not that I show up early, but at 8 o'clock, I'm ready to go. I'm waiting on you now. Uh, the Whoever the boss is. Okay, hey, what's the task? Let me know. Um, it's never going to be the other way around. If you need me to stay late to take care of something or complete the task that I've got assigned, fine. But, hey, i got to be out the door at such and such a time. Well, no, 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 no. You stop paying me at such and such a time, I'm out the door. <laughs> that's what we agreed to. That, that's right. what we agreed that's, to. It's a mutually beneficial arrangement. Ed, you can't and talk when it about stops that's being... what we agreed to because they fucking keep you there extra all the goddamn time. <laughs> I, <need them> <laughs> I, I mean, I was called in today. I was called in yesterday on the on-call guy. Uh, I'm called in constantly even when I'm not on call. Why? Hey, no problem. Because I'm the closest guy and because, hey, I'm guaranteed two hours the second they make that phone call. And because you get the job done. That too. I think that's the first yeah. thing. Not the afterthought. Because they're not worried about that what? two hours. That might inspire you, but what? Th they're calling that, that's you because you do the, the fucking job. Well, that's in, the in expectation, that there, I, I feel the thank you should come in. Because, yes, your normal hours, if you agree to be on call, sure, you agree to be on call. If you're always the one that's being called, Okay, yeah, a little gratitude should come into play there. But and that's what I my was, normal... Go ahead. That's what I was saying initially when you guys started going, uh-uh, a smart oh, boss okay. <laughs> is going to go ahead and show that appreciation, even show some favoritism to the person that covers their ass when they need it. A moron mm. is going to treat you like every other lazy, sad sack piece of shit. As much as we're right now saying, hey, respect and be kind to these people. Some of them are just lazy pieces of shit. And what that's no, no. that. The, the expectation is, hey, be a performer. Don't be a problem, child. Be a performer. Mm. Be the guy who they want to call, not the guy they want to fire. Here's the bottom or, line of getting ahead in any business. Do what's expected, which is the minimum, and mm -hmm. show up. And you will be yeah. better than half the people there. You put a little effort in, you're now better than 80% of the people there. Yeah. It's not hard. Show up on time? Show up on time and only call in sick when you're actually sick. I like to show up when I'm <laughs> sick and then stay home when I can uh, be well enough to fuck off a little. No, I'm kidding. Totally. Well. In case somebody at work is listening. Totally lost. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it, there, there's nothing wrong with, hey, I'm not able to perform the function of my job. I'm going to be a detriment to you guys there. But a phrase that I like to repeat is, sometimes having help is like doing it twice yourself. I'd, my dad told me, hey, I'd rather be one guy down 
than one guy over in a shop because the one guy over is a distraction. Mm. All right. <clears throat> so, have we all seen people treat essential workers? And by the way, let's define essential workers. We already mentioned restaurant and retail. Is there other essential workers? Amazon warehouse workers are considered essential. Aaron, you're considered essential, right? Uh, the definition of essential is we cannot conduct operations if these people are not present. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. We just can't conduct operations. You may as well just shut the entire place down. I'm considered essential because inmates shove towels and jumpsuits and food down their toilets. And it would be like a cruise ship. Uh, currently, if we didn't. Jewel points out medical staff is essential. Ed, what about you? Yep, Are you we, essential? Because I haven't seen you yes, out of work. I, no, I, I was not out of work. Not in one second. <laughs> uh, sir, a good tradesman is never out of work. <laughs> they, uh, As a matter of fact, I worked a little bit more throughout mm -hmm. the stupidity. Likewise. Yeah. yeah, and that's something else I could point out. Aaron, you're also a... Uh, <laughs> I do it all. AC and plumbing and other things. HVAC. Hold on, the cat is leaning on the keyboard again and yeah. about to type things. Uh, I'm I'm an HVAC technician. I'm an elect. I'm a certified electrician. Um, <laughs> uh, this coming week, I will be a locksmith, um, and after that, will be the plumber uh, certificate. Uh, certifications. And when is that scheduled for? Because um, I thought I that it. was already supposed to have happened. Oh, no, I've been doing plumbing work for years, but um, I just got to get the formal hours down so I can get the state to rubber stamp me. Very good. So uh, I guess we're all essential workers, at least by our job's definition. So we haven't been out of work or unemployed. And by the way, who the fuck has? Who who got laid off? I guess theater folks like Chris has been mm -hmm. on Talk of the mm -hmm. Tavern. Who else? A lot of furloughs. Uh, well, friggin' at the jail, we went 50% uh, staff, but expanded the hours on the days that they weren't 50% uh, for, uh, for the administrative staff. Everybody at the jail is considered essential because we can't run operations without them. Right. Um, but... We juggled it to where we didn't have to lay people off or anything like that. Um, a lot of co well, construction was actually booming because everybody's at home going, "Oh my God, I can't live like this." So tradesmen get called in. Um, but there were quite a few uh, like restaurant workers at the very beginning who were because the restaurant's not open, we can't freaking do anything with them. Yeah, right. Um, and then when they had the federal kicker of an extra six hundred dollars yep. um, a, a week plus the three hundred and fifty employment insurance, uh, when you add those together, it's about twenty five dollars an hour, which is more than I make it, it normally. Was more than I was making. Mm hmm. I was like, damn! I almost wish I got laid off. Mm hmm. Yeah, we definitely saw that at Amazon, where it was hard to hire people because, frankly. What they were making for sitting at home was the same or better than the, what they can make. Yeah. We and Amazon was paying really 15 an hour before that. anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which a lot of people are now. It's, well, I shouldn't say a lot. They're starting to. Right. But, I mean, 15 an hour over the course of a week is $600. When you add that into the employment insurance, it's like gravy on top. I, I don't know this unemployment insurance you're talking about. Friggin' uh, what we would normally call unemployment. We're all in Virginia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you get laid, when you get laid off, you get a check from the government as mm-hmm. long as you're looking for a job. Yep. Um, uh, Virginia doesn't have weeks. unemployment. Yeah. Yeah. Some some number of weeks. I thought and, they but, uh, Virginia's. Go ahead. I thought they just raised to six hundred across the board. Everybody was getting six hundred. No. No. Max three fifty, and you got six hundred on top of that, so you got nine hundred fifty bucks a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my daughter called me uh, uh, as that began. She was really upset because she had just gotten laid off and was like, baby girl, you need to go file for unemployment tomorrow because they're not waiting. You don't have to wait the two weeks and they kicked in an extra 600 bucks. You're going to be making more than me. She's like, really? Next day, she sent me a text. Thanks, Dad. I was like, yeah, you're going to help me out, any?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, but I got a new Nintendo. <laughs> well, no, no, hey, and don't get me wrong. It's one of those. I ended up working my standard eighty hours per pay period, two weeks. I was pushing a hundred and seven, uh, hundred and eight hours plus. Since they moved me to nights, I was back in the HVAC game during the day. I was doing two, three installs a week. Uh, I was making a hell of a lot more take home than I would on the nine fifty. But yeah, it was. It was a good friggin' run of a couple months. Oh, here's another thing. When uh, people, when all this was going on, people were also, uh, they didn't have to pay rent because the government put the freeze on. You can't kick somebody out for not paying rent, and they never planned right. on, well, that's all adding Mortgages. up, and you're going to have to pay it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mortgage should just roll it into the back, and they'll make more off the back end with interest. Right. Oh, but easily. Rent come you know the end of july beginning of august suddenly they're like hey you owe us three four months and uh yeah we can kick you out now oh they they could have they could file the entire time they just weren't going to process it so and a lot of people getting all this extra money they didn't go well let me keep paying my rent and buy a little extra because i got more money than i was making at mcdonald's Uh, (laughs) yeah it's uh Poor planning. But going back to what we were originally, in theory, talking about is... Treating them. Yeah. Um, Andrea, my other half, at that point in time, worked at Lowe's. And people would come into Lowe's without a mask on and bitch about her removing her mask when she's got asthma and nobody's around. And she would take her mask down so she would not have an asthma attack. Um... And there's other times she's like, you know, if they're not going to wear a mask, I'm pulling mine down. And they're like, where's your mask? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's right here. Where's yours? And, I mean, besides normally, people treat these other people like they're just dirt. Mm-hmm. But in this pandemic, they felt like they had an excuse. And, you know, she recently at her new job, which I won't mention where it is, until she does but she had somebody coming in going where's the music 
how can you not have music? This is wrong. And the person had a screaming fit about there not being music. <laughs> well, now I'm going to point this out, okay? Um, I have made this comment in the jail. I'm like, this is the best time in the world to be a criminal. You only have to follow one rule. Stay home. Okay? We were letting people go. Our capacity... Our upper capacity is like 1,800. We, we sit around 1,500 most of the time. We drop down to less than 1,100 inmates. Now, we release them. Put them on, okay, hey, you got probation, go away. You're done. Don't come back. The best time in the world to be a criminal for the sheer fact that all you got to do is stay home. The problem that they ran into is, which got if you're staying home, aren't you failing as a criminal, really? Well, eh, this is where they run into the problem. They go, they're like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll be fine. They go out. All the law-abiding citizens are staying home. So <laughs> we're literally just scooping them back up because they're idiots. They're like, oh, uh, <laughs> what the hell? What I think happened is... We got most of the people that are actually paying attention, the ones that are courteous and all that, have stayed home. So our asshole to regular people ratio has skyrocketed. That might be a fair observation there. Only the self-entitled assholes are going out at this point in time. Except when you have to. I mean, I need eggs and milk and no, bread no. or whatever, so I'm going out. But, uh... Let me ask you this. What right, but, percentage mm -hmm. do you guys think you're seeing in public with masks versus without masks? With masks, better than 80. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I see it's about once a day I'll see one, maybe two people over in the Wawa. Because we stop for coffee in the mornings. But everybody else has got them on. What about you? Uh I I don't think it's that high for me. I'm it it depends on where I'm at. Um if I'm in Walmart or, or some other grocery store or something, it's it's usually pretty high. But um for me and other stores, seven elevens and that type of thing, it doesn't seem to be fifty percent. I mean I always have mine. I wear one of the gaiters around my neck and just pull the damn thing up. And and I'm one of those, if I walk in and it looks like 50% or more are wearing a mask, I pull it up. If I walk in and 50% or more aren't wearing the damn thing, because I, I think it's ridiculous. I don't think it's going to stop a damn thing anyway. So I don't wear the, the thing. So. <laughs> this is something. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Well, no. On that note, friggin', the reason I wear a mask is because I think Mr. Rogers would wear a mask. That is the only reason. He would go out, if this was happening while he was still alive, he would be like, okay, hey, this is a mask, this is what it does. And he would be proud of the people that are wearing a mask. He wouldn't chastise people that weren't wearing a mask, but I want to be more like Mr. Rogers than other people who seem to have caught covid over the I don't want to be like Mr. Rogers. He's just so damn white, so I don't want to be like him. <laughs> and you're not. <laughs> it's uh, here in the little redneck podunk place that I live. 
the first three months, so let's say March through June, you'd be lucky if you got 50% participation in masks. It has gone up slightly. It's probably mm. 70% at this point. But that's still, you know, even if you take into account, well, some people do have asthma. They have a medical reason they shouldn't wear a mask. Yes, Ed? No, you just, where you live, okay, Aaron, where do you live? Um, just south of Quantico. Okay, all right. So that could make a difference. It does. Uh, the, oh, wow. The quality of people will determine the percentage. Trust me, I understand where I live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you're... I'm one of those people. I think you're a couple notches above where I live, Ed, but yeah, you're... Um, it would hard to be below. <laughs> it would be. Uh, you'd have to move to Louisa County. <laughs> I don't know. When was the last time Louisa County had their lawns uh, tore up by pigs? Every day. I live there also. Every day. It was worse than here. I guarantee it. Oh. But for those of you that know Virginia, if you are in Richmond proper, if you're in Fredericksburg, if you're in Arlington, you're going to see a lot more masks than you do yeah. Yeah. in the country. Um, yeah. And that's just kind of a consideration. Here's the truth about masks, folks. First of all, wearing gloves does nothing unless you have an open cut on your hand. You contract a virus, COVID, the flu, any other sort of virus, through mucous membrane or open wounds. Yeah, eyes. So wearing goggles would be smart. Even just wearing glasses or the plastic shield over your face would be smarter. But the bottom line is when everybody breathes, if you've ever watched them cold, you'll see it shoot out three to four feet and then cloud out, depending how hard they're breathing. Generally a puff right here, or if they blow their breath out further. When you're wearing a mask, all it does is distribute it differently it blows out the sides it blows up across your eyes it blows down across your chin if you're bearded or have a gap there but you're still blowing out virus laden moist air um so yes a mask helps it sure the hell doesn't hurt and the gloves they don't hurt but they don't help except in odd cases so, wearing a mask doesn't hurt anything. Why not wear your fucking mask? Okay? Little common courtesy. Little consideration of other people. Something Aaron has said many times. Placebos work even if you know they're a placebo. Something I've said to Ed just a week or two ago. There are people who have received the same type of gunshot wound. And oh, yeah. certain people will die within a minute from a non-fatal wound. Whereas other people from what should have been a fatal wound. Will <coughs> see, what's that? <laughs> Pussies. No, no. By the way, can we can we reclaim the word pussy as a positive thing? I remember in, in middle school, somebody called me a pussy, and I said, "You are what you eat." I am what I eat. What? Well, no, no. Just remember, okay? If you punch a dick, the guy falls down. All right, but pussies can take a pounding. They can. They're strong. They they rebound nicely. And uh, yeah, let's talk about childbirth and move on. Pussies are strong, strong fucking things. Literally mean fucking things. Um, so, yeah, can we quit using it as insult and start using it as a compliment? I want somebody to call me a pussy and me to go, thank you. I'm tougher than you think, and everybody likes me. 
It's a, I might be horrifying to look at on certain occasions, but people like me anyway. I now identify as a pussy, just so you know. <laughs> we, we pause for a moment. Um, Jules says placebo, don't laugh. I may be on these for life. Placebos work. Um, your mental... This holiday season, we all wish for hope and healing. Children and families who spend their holidays at the hospital deserve a reason to believe in first steps, in giggles, high fives, and hugs. For 150 years, Children's National Hospital has provided world-class care and groundbreaking research. Please donate today to help patients and healthcare heroes this holiday season. Visit childrensnational.org holiday. That's childrensnational.org holiday. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com cloud. The state very much, very much determines your health. Um, mm -hmm. Negative, anxiety, stress, all these things, they, they impact your health. And when you have a positive attitude or feel safe and secure, you are healthier. When you laugh more, when you're not as stressed or anxious, you, you are healthier. And here's what I'm going to tell you. The last first and last person that decides how much stress and anxiety you have is you and it's not an easy thing to make that decision and sometimes you do need medical help whether that's medication or a therapist or whatever but hold on I'm throwing things in my fit of rage here um, yeah decide to be happy and that will help translate into healthy. I'm off that soapbox, guys. Anybody got anything? No, no. But uh, on that point, friggin' uh, cortisol, our flight or uh, our flight hormone. Okay, our fight, our flight or fight hormone. It's the stress hormone we got. Mm -hmm. The more cortisol you have, the unhealthier you get. <laughs> uh, stress friggin' just dive bombs your health. Mm -hmm. um, people that have lower cortisol levels tend to be healthier. Stress is bad. It's a killer. So what kind of food or vitamin suppresses that? <laughs> I mean, besides no. ice cream and mac and cheese. Pussy. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> well, no, um, it, we get into all kinds of weird things. Uh, friggin' gravity is a motherfucker. Um, the bigger you are, the more gravity is pulling down on you, which causes just more stress. I tell you what, something you, Americans could definitely learn is uh, losing 10 pounds can change your life. Oh, yeah. Losing oh, more absolutely. can do more. Um, <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, Jewel says, in my medical training, I was told, even if I give somebody a miracle pill, 
they don't think it will work, it won't work for them. Mm -hmm. Attitude is king, folks. And this goes back to the healthy offense, you know, and it relates to how we treat people in this second topic here. Yeah, your attitude makes all the difference, and it is contagious in either direction. So, uh, so when we have any of us seen people treating essential workers poorly? <laughs> Ed has a story straight from work, but I don't know if that's appropriate story. <laughs> well, no, for the most part, we get uh, a little bit of apathy, and then there's certain levels of expectation. Um, one of the ones that we had today was one of our inmates decided to paint the walls. Um, and no, he did not have paint. He did have a fluid he provided himself. Um, but because it's in one of our wings uh, that is isolated, it fell on the maintenance department to clean it up. <laughs> so, uh, our young tech had to go in there with a scrub brush, a bucket, and literally kind of our essential worker was treated like shit <laughs> that you don't have just a hose attachment where you can hose it down no unfortunately not uh, not inside the building if it was inside the kitchen no problem I'm glad he didn't paint the walls with shit and piss in the kitchen um. hmm? <laughs> we had well we had one guy uh, last week uh, took off his fake leg and destroyed the toilet, the mirror, uh, and the intercom system inside his cell. To what purpose? He was bored and an asshole. So that was just boredom. He wasn't even upset about something. Oh, who the fuck knows? Well, that's why I'm asking, because I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a whack job. This isn't the first time he's done something like this. He broke sprinkler heads last year. Or earlier this year. <laughs> Jewel again contributing conversation. Uh, saying, hey, I've got that in dementia unit I work in. See, at least, Jewel, you feel like they have... An explanation? Yeah. I, I don't want to say a valid reason, but yes... There, there's at least a causal trigger um, with essential workers. I, I have seen. I don't think this is anything different. I don't. I think we're just seeing it more because, as Aaron pointed out, assholes are out more. Self-entitled people are out more. So we're seeing it more. And also in this time, hey, we all lived in Virginia during the sniper attacks. We all remember the sniper yes. attacks? Mm -hmm. Does everybody remember how wonderful traffic was during the sniper attacks? People yep. waved your fucking ass in, nobody honking at each other. They were polite and sweet as pie because somebody might fucking shoot their ass if they weren't. And I know Aaron and Ed both love the Highland quote of an armed society as a polite society. Because mm -hmm. when you risk pissing somebody mm -hmm. off of getting shot, I'm not saying that's the answer, but I can understand that phrase. Um, 
Yeah, it's uh Well what is it? Uh Missouri town that freaking everybody's required to have a gun. They got no crime there. Where? How about that? Yeah, uh there's uh I believe it's in Missouri. It's Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? Yeah, Kentucky. Uh one of those flyover states. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. The bottom line is, whether it's getting shot or not, repercussions create civility. And when there are no repercussions for being an asshole, people mm-hmm. feel like they're entitled to do it because it makes it mm-hmm. easier on them. People back down. And though I might say, hey, don't respond, let him, don't let them get to you, that doesn't mean you have to respond to give them what they want either. Excuse me. And there are more of us. Uh, I believe the silent majority does dead severely... People? No, well, them too. But I want to say they people who are enough. genuinely nice and don't bitch a lot publicly do outnumber the assholes out there. Oh, easily. I'd, I'd like to think so. Yeah. But yeah, you asked a question uh, a little while ago. What have we seen? Um, and I used to be married to one. When she went into a restaurant, especially, it was all to cater to her. Now, my philosophy when I go into a restaurant, like Travis said earlier, I'm not expecting much because... Most any restaurant I go into, and this is a sushi bar, an Applebee's restaurant or something, I cook the food better at home. So I'm not expecting much. But she she felt like it was all about her. And this goes back to the healthy offense and champion the black guy. If we got bad service, she was white, by the way, and those of you that are that are listening and not viewing, I am a black man, if you haven't figured that out yet. At and, least in skin color. If if we got bad service, despite the fact that the restaurant is extremely crowded, you can tell they're backed up when you go into the fucking door. Okay. If service was slow for us, it was because we were in a racial couple. That was always the reason. And she literally showed her ass several times in restaurants. I left her in a restaurant once because it was embarrassing. There's no other way to word it. It was just ain't nobody got time for this. <laughs> I have that as a sound right here that I can play online. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I put that up there. I got bronchitis. It is the ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. So. <laughs> I have that available at any point, guys. (laughs) So, yeah, did you feel a little bit used by her? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It it was embarrassing. It's... I'd rather go into Walmart and get people in my way than... Yeah. Go in a restaurant with her. You know what? Let's tangent over to that. Mm -hmm. Cutting people out of your life can be very healthy. Oh, yeah. Oh, cut the anchors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they don't help you fly and they drag you down, cut them loose. Even if it's a person closest to you, your parents, your 
your partner, your children, <clears throat> cut them loose. Because the bottom line is, if they're dragging you down, they're not healthy for you. And if you can't put yourself first in your own life, you're not doing right by yourself. Like on an airplane, who do you put the oxygen mask on first? Yourself, so you can help others. You've got mm -hmm. to take care of yourself and your own health before you worry about others. And you selfless folks, that's great. I feel it. But... <laughs> Jules says, that's what they now call a Karen in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, freaking, um, I was listening to a podcast a while back, and Kathleen Kennedy, okay, of Star Wars, of Raiders of the Lost Ark, she's an executive producer, big, big wig. She says she's got one rule. No assholes. Freaking, if, if the person's an asshole, we just don't invite them back to the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're done playing with them. We, we deal with genuinely nice people because we want people that we want to work with. And assholes aren't worth the sizzle, or now, they're not worth... Just because you said Kathleen Kennedy, some people would point out she's the asshole. <laughs> now, I say this because I don't know one way or the other. But By the way, by the way uh, Disney has now said with the Marvel movies... And the Star Wars movies, they're going back to the customer is always right. And they're no yeah. longer going to try to put their little political messages and their agendas into the movies. They're going to just try to create fucking entertaining movies. Yeah. Um, which some of the movies, uh, I watched Solo again last night as I was creating my Star Wars. I was revamping my Star Wars character for the game. I, I never got the message. I'm I'm sorry. I, I got it as like a I subplot, know. and that was kind of okay. And yeah, it's... I, I never got the message. Well, no, no, no. Here's my thing. Half the customers are fucking wrong. <laughs> right, right. But when you're creating an entertainment piece, create an entertainment piece. If you want to oh, yeah. create a documentary that's talking about this issue, fucking create that documentary. That's great. All for it. But don't, don't. Hand yeah. did shoot first. <laughs> Thank you, Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Greedo deserved it. Well, he was doing a job. But that job might have involved. Uh, he, he knew getting. the risks involved. He did, yes. Yes, and if knowing the risks involved means you deserved it, well. Uh, what is it? Uh, Kevin Smith, when he's in Dogma, and they're talking about friggin' in Empire Strikes Back, it feels like a bad thing because they blow up, or not Empire, friggin' uh, Return of the Jedi, and they, you kill all these contractors and whatnot, eh, maybe they had it coming because they were working on a big star, uh, Death Star. They knew, the, they knew the risks involved when they were building this thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I want to add to this now that we're on to Star Wars and a little <laughs> bit off topic, but I'm not going to be here for Mandela Effect. So I just want to point this one out. Luke, I am your father. Mm -hmm. We all know it's wrong. Mandela Effect, right? But what I found very interesting, I was recently watching uh, The Building of the Empire, which is uh, they're talking to George Lucas about the first three movies that when they came out and everything. And they have James Earl Jones in there, and he's talking about uh, getting that line just before and no sooner. And he says it, Luke, I am your father in, in the show. I thought, wow, 
he's even been influenced by everybody saying the line wrong. <laughs> do, you, do you care to quote the correct line? Because I cannot remember the actual correct line right now. I, I am your father. Obi-Wan never told you about your father. He told me it's, you killed him. I am your father. No, I am your father. And by the way, how many people are rankled by the whole echoing of no <laughs> that was added into Return of the Jedi and then brought back into episode three. I feel bad for James Earl Jones having to record that. <laughs> well, it was, it, he, he never met the cast at the time. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, true. It was after digital recording. So all he's doing is recording his lines over the top of uh, Prost. Right. Uh, by the way, have we all seen the original Chewbacca footage where the Scottish guy is talking the lines that Chewbacca will eventually be translated on screen into growls and yips and gurgles and whatnot? <laughs> have we all seen yes. this footage? Aaron, mm-hmm. have you seen it? It is great. If you guys have not seen it, it's go awesome. watch it. Because yeah. he's like, Hawk, you're just here for the money. <laughs> you know, Han is like, yeah, whatever. Um, and I would <laughs> love to see that same footage from later scenes with Chewie, because I'm really hoping they still had the actor saying the lines. Well, I want to see a, a, a New Hope with friggin' Chewbacca and R2-D2 subtitles. <laughs> right? That would be politically incorrect. Because <laughs> they beeped out R2 the entire time. Kenny Baker was now, a sweary motherfucker. So now I'm going to throw this one out here. Friggin' my wife is the HR manager of a jail. Okay. On her friggin' email thing, she's got Han's quote from inside the jail of uh, the Death Star. No, no, everything's fine here. It's okay. Uh, she's got that as her thing. Tagline. Which is gr- <laughs> uh, as her email for your signature. No, no, everything's fine. We're good. How are you? Okay, something I mentioned before, show. And perhaps it's just me. By the way, oh. I don't know if I should it preface is. this with the disclaimer or follow it with the disclaimer. Follow it. That way we can be offended. Okay. Um, I am really annoyed that emails are now being signed with preferred gender terms. Because when I respond to somebody, I don't respond in third person with gender pronouns. I respond with you. You know, so if I'm talking to whatever the gender pronoun is, I never say he, she, they... I always say you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and, and now the disclaimer is, I have been a strong supporter all my life. I have had gay friends, transgender friends, before there was such thing as tra- transgender. And on this show, I have had gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender co-hosts and done whole shows supporting the community. And I've had people <coughs> attack me when I used a word like dude. In a gender-neutral sense. Now, just don't say beep-bop-boop. Don't say beep-bop-boop? 
Whoa, whoa, whoa! Mm? You can't say that. That's our word. <laughs> I don't understand the reference, unless it was the first thing Explain it to me, Lucy. Look it up. Oh, my God. Is it that bad? <laughs> Hold on. Beep. Type in Mandalorian and beep bop boop. Boop. Okay, I I will Google that later. Oh my goodness! Which, by the way, season three of Mandal or season two of Mandalorian comes out in another twenty-five days. Yep, October thirtieth. So, yeah, as much as Disney has lost so much money with their parks being closed, hey. <laughs> Unrelated to our topic, but Spiritual Mike 418 pops in and says, Poof, which is his intro thing he always puts when he pops in to let us know he's here. And he says, Waves, I don't give a fuck flag. Here's to the I don't give a fuck flag. More people should have these so they can get through their goddamn day without pissing themselves or me off. What happened to looking for what people actually meant instead of superimposing what you want to get upset about. <sighs> okay, we're getting into the last 10 minutes. Let's do a wrap-up on the topic itself. Treating essential workers. They're fucking human beings. Don't be a dick. Don't be an right, asshole. Yeah. But they are still retail workers, so treat them a little bit like shit so they stop being retail workers. You want them to have a goal and want to move on. Because they're right, good as worker, right, they because should. they're humans. <laughs> it's kind of like a stripper. I respect strippers, but I really hope they want to hit the next level and go to something else. Hey, hey, I'm 100% for single moms. But at 40, you got to get off the pole. <laughs> or come jump on mine. Well, Hold on, having porn flashbacks. Give me a second here. <laughs> I did the flashback noise. <laughs> um, what kind of essential worker are you, Mike? And in the last couple minutes, we'll give you a chance to type in some of the bullshit you've dealt with before we go into the wrap-up for the show here in the next couple minutes. So give us... What kind of essential work you are, and what kind of uh, one specific bullshit thing you've dealt with from assholes. By the way, as I've said, we have no problem with assholes, but the right kind of asshole. The asshole that doesn't put up with bullshit because somebody's being the wrong kind of asshole. Here's a question while we're waiting for an answer from him. Can you be thanked too much? Can you do what? Or, oh. Can you be thanked or overappreciated oh, as yeah. an essential worker? The short answer is yes, which, by the way, Mike says, I'm a DoorDash driver. It used to be a restaurant manager. Aaron, can you, you be thanked both. too much? Yes. Hmm. You can be thanked unnecessarily. Uh, you two uh, gentlemen are both military. You're both Marines. Mm-hmm. And Ed, in your case, a couple more things in the military field besides <laughs> Marine. Mm-hmm. So you gentlemen, on occasion, get thanked for your service. Yes. What are your thoughts on this? Um, 
I think we talked about it on Veterans Day show once. Oh, yeah. I, you don't have to thank me for my service. It's my pleasure. I, I signed up because it's what I felt I needed to do. So it was my honor. It was my pleasure. It, I don't know. I just thank me for my service. And I don't know what to do with that. I, I, I really don't, you know. Um, okay. Aaron, there's no response. Yeah. Uh, which is the, it, there are a couple things out there, military isms, like, have you ever killed anybody? Yeah. What, like this week? But it's one of those, there's no response. The person doing it, it's like a sneeze. Uh, it's almost a reflex for him now that, oh, we, we've gone from treating essential workers of the Vietnam era like shit to treating essential workers of the modern era like we're something more than we are. It, it, the spectrum's gone way back and forth. The pendulum swung. I think it's different if you're at an award ceremony, if you're at the Marine Corps ball, and they know that you were pivotal, pivotal, pivotal in a certain pivotal. role, in a certain action, um, if you did do something very significant. But most, no, all, of the military friends. We have medals for that. Right. <laughs> All my military friends... We literally have little medals we put in our chest. When I signed up for the college fund, I signed up because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't sign up because I'm a hero, and I saw this. And sometimes it's action. Sometimes it's... I was in fucking New Jersey in an office the whole goddamn time. <laughs> By the way, Mike says, uh, and this is amazing. The other day, I was told, uh, I got told I was, quote, an example of the lower class for this lady's kid. I pointed out <laughs> I used to be a mortgage broker and made $14.3 million between 2001 and 2008 so she could suck my massive ass. <laughs> so I'm curious, Mike, good tip from that one? Or did you wait till after you got tipped before you said it? Because <laughs> you're smart. <laughs> um, let's go into our wrap-up at this point in time. So hold on, let me grab all this here. And, um, so in the last couple minutes, we check our email and see if we've got any email, which we do not have any email. So uh, anybody got any birthdays for the I past do. seven days? What do you got, Ed? She did not join us tonight. I was hoping she would because today is Victoria Schultz's birthday. Victoria, one of our long-standing tavern yeah. folk. Um, here's to her. Sorry we missed her tonight. Hopefully she'll uh, catch on us later. And Mike was smart. It was after he got tipped. Because um, with DoorDash, you tip before you fucking order. Um Something I want to let folks know is you can email us at talkofthetavernshow at gmail.com and let us know if it's your birthday or somebody else's birthday or if you have a special special message you'd like read on air or if you have any thoughts about the show that you listened to last, especially if you listen to the podcast. We'd love to hear these thoughts. Next week's topic, by the way, is B-movie downgrade. So basically movies that were supposed to be Great movies that were kind of shit, or shit movies that became kind of great. 
We're going to look at those two things. And for the second hour, we're going to talk about movie theater features, whether it's out in public at a professional movie theater or at home creating your own home movie theater. That's our topic for next week. I do want to remind everybody we are recording this as a podcast, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podchaser, uh, Geosavan out of India, and many more places. And also don't forget to catch our other ones, such as Stealing for Survival, our role-playing game stream on Sundays at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk, as well as Saturday nights, right night on the uh, same place or on podcast in the same place. I do want to thank some folks who showed their support and love tonight. Andrea for throwing bits, Ed for throwing bits, as well as Ed as Kelt Dub and Lady Skipper subscribing. That was me. This stream, huh? (laughs) And anybody else I missed that I forgot to write down, my apologies for missing you, but it is truly appreciated. And I also want to show some love to Triple U and Ethan Strauss who support us on Patreon that is available for others where you can support every month and it is truly appreciated. You guys make you make us happy first and foremost and and you make the show a better thing. Thank you so much for all your support live and otherwise. Here's to you guys. And I got to finish my brandy. Huh? Okay. <clears throat> So, Ed, we don't have you next week. We're going to have Andrea, I believe, correct? Correct. But we'll have Ed back with us on the night. Choo-choo. To discuss... <laughs> I mean, uh... hmm? Huh? What? what? I don't know. What? <laughs> okay. I'll do our outro here. Anybody got anything to say before we go? There we go. Okay, guys. Here's the outro, and we'll catch you again soon. Thanks for joining us in the discussion, Shenanigans. Later, people. You are the one thing that makes See it show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy. Oh. Sorry, I. Uh, Thanks for joining us in the discussion, Shenanigans, tonight. You are the one thing that makes it show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun. Keep learning and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every minute. be back with some writing after this. Everybody remember you can catch me on twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk doing live writing of my novels. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Aaron, you got a good night. Good night. While traveling, it's usually best to pack light. When it comes to money, carrying some cash and having an alternative like Zelle is a great idea. Zelle's an easy way to send and receive money with people you trust at any U.S. bank. It's already in thousands of different banking apps, and it's money straight into your bank account in minutes fast. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Safe travels.
Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately.